This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. I'm your host today, Brian Walker, and today we're going to be talking about how to create the perfect careers page for your auto repair shop's website. But first, let me thank our sponsor, RepairPal. Thank you to our friends at RepairPal for this episode. RepairPal will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com, the largest site for auto repair. Learn more at RepairPal.com forward slash shops. All right. Well, you know, it is no secret how difficult it is right now to hire. And it doesn't matter if you're an auto repair shop or any other business. Hiring is tough right now. But we happen to be in an industry where hiring has been tough for a long time. It's not something that's new since COVID. You know, the technician shortage is, it's a real thing. And when you add the technician shortage to the overall difficulty in hiring that there is right now, it just makes it even worse. You have to get every leg up that you can on your competition when you're hiring. And one of the ways that you can do that, and it's just one of the ways, but one of the ways that you can do that is with your careers page on your website. If you go look at most auto repair shops and you know their website and you look at the careers page on it, a lot of times it's just a little paragraph and then it's got any job openings that there are. Sometimes they'll have, you know, like a paper uh, or a PDF application that you can download or something like that. It just kind of depends. Some people put more into it than others. But my point is, is that most of them are pretty bad. They don't say much about the shop. That leaves you an opportunity to show that this is something that you care about because you can create a careers page that gives the potential applicant all of the information that they need and helps to convince them that your shop, if it's not exactly the right place, it at least is getting their interest so that they're going to look further to figure out, is it the right place for me? Before I get too far into it, though, I do need to say This isn't necessarily going to be an easy process. Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to be a hard process. It's not difficult. It's just that it's time consuming. This is something that if you do it right, you don't want to rush it. You need to take your time and put a lot of thought into this to make it something that's actually going to to help you when it comes to hiring. And one of the things that you're going to need to do is you're going to have to get together with your team And come up with some answers to some questions that you are going to answer on that page on your website. You know, the best technicians, they want to work at the best shops. They deserve to work at the best shops. Be willing to put in the time to show that you are one of the best shops. And some of the things that I'm going to be hitting on here, they really are the things that the best shops are doing. And this page that's on your website It needs to paint a picture that the grass is greener at your shop. A word of warning here. If the grass isn't actually greener at your shop, don't try to make it look like it is. Spend time watering the grass. Make it greener. Put the things into place. And I know that it can be difficult. I know it's hard to do. But put the things into place that make your shop that desirable shop to work for. And it's going to pay off in the long run. I'm not going to directly go through a list of all of the things that you need to do to make your shop a great place to work for. That's not the intent of this podcast, but you're going to pick up on a lot of those things that I'm talking about when I'm talking about what you should have 
on that page on your website. So laying the foundation, you're going to meet with your team and it doesn't necessarily need to be every single person on your team, but it needs to be key people and it needs to be key people from every department. You should at the at the least have one or two of your technicians, the service advisor and any people that are in other positions, especially leadership. And you may actually have your entire team, depending on how big your team is. If you're a smaller team, then it may make sense for you to get together with your entire team. But you're going to ask them some questions. And one of those questions is going to be, what do you like about working here? And you think that you know what people like about working at your shop, because we all have some things about our businesses that are obvious why people might come choose to work for us. But what about the things that are not so obvious? You know, you know that people like the fact that your shop is not open on the weekends. And obviously I'm speaking hypothetically here. I don't know the details of your shop, you know, you the listener, but you know, you know that people like that your shop is not open on the weekends. You know that your technicians and your service advisors love the fact that you're not open on weekends. You know that your techs love working in an air conditioned shop. But what about some of the other things, especially the non tangibles? If you are a great leader in your business, then there's actually a benefit to working for you because you in a way are mentoring the people who who work for you and you make their lives better and you'll hear things like that that you may not have thought of when you're meeting with your team and you're asking them these questions so you know that's the first thing is get together and ask them why is it that you like working here and don't dismiss any of it like make notes of all of these things because i promise you if one person likes this about your shop Other people will like it as well. And it may be something that you want to list out on your website. The other thing that you want to talk about is, are your core values what they should be? And I hope that you have core values in your business and that they actually mean something to you. Your core values should not just be something that fills space on your website or a decoration that hangs on your wall. They should be so much more than that. They should be who you are at your core, hence the name, your core values. And your core values are something that you truly should live by and your team should live by. When you have a difficult decision to make, you go to your core values. When you hire somebody, you compare them to your core values. When you fire somebody, you look at what they did and you can see, hey, here's the core value that they did not align with. And this is why I'm firing this person. Your core values are everything. And core values are finally starting to get the attention that they deserve, especially some of your better technicians that are out there that... um, you know, maybe into the whole like self-improvement thing or something like that. They're going to know about core values and they know the seriousness of core values. And when they look at your core values, they can look at them and say, okay, does this align with me? The other thing that they can do is they can actually weed out the people that you don't want because somebody can look at the core values and say, I don't align with this. I can tell that they're serious about this and I'm just not going to last at this shop because I don't fit in with their core values. Core values are something that's real easy to look at and say, oh, man, that's just some woo woo stuff right there. And, you know, you don't actually take it seriously, but you should take your core values seriously and get everyone on your team to completely buy into them. So you want to look at it and say, are our core values what they need to be? Now, we run on EOS. We've talked about EOS and other podcast uh, episodes, but the entrepreneurial operating system. And one of the things that we do is every year we look at our core values and we determine, are these core values still relevant? Is there anything that's missing? 
is there anything that needs to be taken away? Very rarely is there anything that needs to be taken away, but we do find sometimes that there's something that's missing. And that doesn't mean that you add a new core value. You figure out sometimes where it fits into your existing core values, or you may need to add a new core value. But before you create this page on your website, you need to look hard at your core values and determine, are they right? Do we need to make some adjustments? Because they're going to be an integral part of this careers page. The other thing you want to talk about is like, what are the team building events that we've done that have been, you know, your, your favorite events? Talk to your team about that. And hopefully you're doing these kinds of things because building a strong team requires sometimes getting outside of the walls of your shop together and doing things. But the reason that you want to ask that is because you want to show on the shop, on this careers page that you are doing these things. So hopefully you've got some pictures from these different events and, uh, we're going to come back and talk about that in a bit. So, all right, so let's talk about gathering the assets. In most cases, you are going to have a website company that they're going to build this page for you. I know that there are some of you that manage your own website, but that's going to be uh, the rarity. But anyway, it goes gathering all of the assets up front are going to really help. When you ask your web company to do something, you want to give them as much information as you can all at once so that they can go in there and just get the job done. If they have to keep coming back for you asking for things, then it's just going to drag the process out. So get all of this information together to begin with. So the things that you're going to need, you're going to need a message from the owner. And the message from the owner can be as simple as a paragraph or two where you're welcoming the person to the page. You're maybe telling them a little bit about the business and you're telling them what they're going to find on the careers page below your message. If you want to get fancy, which I recommend that you do, you don't have to, but do a video and embed that video onto the website. That way, when people watch a video, they can kind of get to know who you are a little bit. They can they can see your demeanor. They can see that you're this likable, approachable person. You know, the video is going to be much better than the paragraph or two. But either way, you want to have a message from the owner. All right, then you want to have a list of benefits of working at your company. And when we talk about benefits, I'm not only talking about benefits like the health insurance and the 401k and the paid time off. I'm talking beyond that. Some of the things that our clients list as benefits on their careers page, just to give you some examples. All right, weekends off. I got a couple of clients that do four-day work weeks, and that is very attractive to you know, a potential technician, they look at that and they're like, man, I get it. You know, they're probably working Saturdays as it is. And it's like, okay, I'm going to go from one day a week off to having three days a week off. I mean, that that's very enticing. There's other things that you can do with that too. You can actually put more technicians into a shop with fewer bays by working a four day work week, but being open six days a week can get a little bit challenging, but it's a good option sometimes when you're limited by the real estate that you have. Some of our clients give a tool allowance. Some of them have air conditioned shops. If you have state-of-the-art equipment, you want to show that off. You know, if your alignment rack and your scan tools are 10, 15 years old, they used to be state-of-the-art. They're not anymore. You want to show when you have that nice new equipment for people to work with. Whether or not your shop is busy, and look, don't lie about this, because it's easy for you to say it's a busy shop, but you know that at the end of the week, every week, you got a couple of technicians that are sitting around with nothing to do. But if you have that busy shop, where you literally have more work than they can get done and they're never going to run out of work, then let 
your technicians, you know, potential technicians know that. And I'm saying technician, it could be a service advisor or any position in your shop. You want to let people know that your shop is busy and that they're not going to be sitting around with nothing to do, uh, especially for, you know, technicians who want to be on flat rate. That's a big deal that the shop is busy. Sometimes the shops buy lunch on Fridays or whatever day. I know of one shop that they buy lunch every single day. The shop closes and the whole team goes to a certain training event. Um, we have multiple clients that they will shut down their shop for a week and they'll go to something like Vision or Apex and SEMA. And that is a benefit, you know, because not only are you getting away from the shop and there's a team building aspect to it, but also there is the training. There, there's that dedication to continually becoming better. So there's a lot of benefits that you can put on your careers page on your website that may not be just the typical boring stuff. I mean, look, the typical boring stuff matters. Yeah, technicians want to know that they're going to get health insurance and 401k and some paid vacation, but there's so much more to life than just those things. All right, you want to have real pictures of your team and real pictures of your shop. You don't want to use stock photography on your careers page. You want people to see what it is that they're going to experience when they get there. You do not have to have professional photography for this. Cell phone photography is fine, but there's nothing wrong with going ahead and hiring that professional and getting some really good shots and using them all throughout your website and in your marketing. I've talked about this before. You give estimates to your clients every day that are in the multiple thousands of dollars and then don't want to spend the money to get some really good pictures. And you should have a professional photographer inside of your, your business once a year, getting some great pictures. Spend the money. Don't be cheap. I love talking about sponsors of the podcast who have already worked with and who have used before. So today, I'm super excited to talk to you about RepairPal, which, if you didn't know, will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com, the largest site for auto repair, and through the recommendation of their partners like USAA, CarMax, and Consumer Reports. Our shop was in a RepairPal certified network, and it was great for getting new customers who were looking for more than just oil changes. The average RepairPal customer spends over $600 on their first visit. I loved it, especially because we all know that consumers still mistrust repair shops. But the millions of customers that visit RepairPal.com monthly, they trust RepairPal certified shops for their high quality and great service. And there's no fear about being overcharged. So we were able to just focus on the repair. I highly recommend you check them out. It's the way to grow your business. Go to repairpal.com forward slash shops, get one month of service free, and save $150 off certification. All right, testimonials from current team members. What the people who work for you say about you is very powerful. And you know, yeah, there's there are companies out there like Glassdoor and all of that, and they tend to work really well for the bigger organizations that people might go to work for. But when it comes to small business, they're not as applicable. So you're already going to be meeting with your team. You're asking them the question, what do you like about working here? So basically you're getting a list of testimonials right there. So when you're meeting and people are saying things that they like about the business, write it down and say, Hey, can I quote you on the website about that? Very simple process. Get those testimonials. I like to put them in a rotating, uh, the testimonials rotating on the page. It gives the page some movement. So it, it adds to the aesthetics of the page, which is important. And we're going to talk about that too. All right. Your core values written out. 
Uh, and when I say written out, I'm talking about beyond just the word. In our case, synergy is one of our core values. And to us, that means that the team gets along, that they help each other, that they work together to get the best for each one of our clients. You know, no one's on an island within our business. So synergy is really important to us. But we have a paragraph that goes along with synergy to explain just what I said. And you should have that available. Ours uh, is actually on the core values page of our website, but that's linked. So it's right there where they can go get all of the information if they want to. So you want to have those core values written out where people can understand what they are. And when it comes to your core values, like I said before, your core values, they should not just be something that live on your website and a decoration, but they are something that you want to put in multiple places. Like it is completely appropriate to put the core values on the wall in your waiting area or on the wall in your production area. Uh, and then in multiple places on your website, you want to have that hire a graphic designer to do a visual representation of your core values. And then when you put them on this page, it's going to make it look nice. It's going to break up the text. Some, you know, go look at ours and ours is simple. It's just got some icons. Our core values page is a little bit more built out graphically, but you know, we're using icons with ours instead of just text and it makes it look really, really nice. So it doesn't have to be a difficult thing to do. All right. And then you want to have the questions for a minimalist job application. The key word here is minimalist. You don't want to overwhelm somebody when it comes time to apply for a job. You know, first of all, you have no idea if you are interested in them or not. So they don't need to give you four pages of information um, for you to find out are you interested or not. You can get away with probably eight, maybe 10 questions that will give you the information that you need to decide, is this someone who I'm interested in possibly hiring? And if they are, then you can interview them and get the rest of the information from them. But don't put a four-page job application on a website and ask somebody to fill that out. And the other thing is, when it comes to technicians, I would not require a resume. You can give them the option to upload a resume, but you take the best technicians that are out there. I'm talking about people who can diagnose anything. And ask them to create a resume and they don't have a clue what to do. So don't set them up for failure to begin with. You do not care about their their clerical or design skills. You need them to be great technicians. So don't ask them or don't require them to give you a resume. Like I said, start with those eight or ten questions. Really think about what are the things that I need to know to determine am I going to be interested in this person possibly coming to work for me? And ask those questions. Then interview them. Then if you need more information, get the other information during or after the interview. All right. The other thing that you want to have on the page is the available positions. You know, if you are hiring, uh, you want to have what positions you are hiring for at the time. And that, that's pretty simple and straightforward. But here's a mistake that a lot of people make is they don't have a way for people to apply when they don't have an open position. And you should always, always be looking for new team members, whether you need them at the time or not. Give them a way to apply, even when you don't have a position listed as open. And when you see that application that comes through, don't just let it live in the database on your website. Take a look at it and say, is this someone that I would potentially hire at some time? And if it is, ask that person if you can take them to lunch, grab coffee, 
whatever. Ask them if they'd like to come take a tour of the shop. You need to go on and start building a relationship with that person because you may not need somebody today, but you might tomorrow. I have been blindsided in my business before by a person, and this has happened multiple times throughout my, my years of business ownership. I've been blindsided by a person that I never thought would leave my company that they came to me and gave notice. And, you know, it could have been that they got a, you know, some kind of a job offer. In one case, it was their spouse got a job offer and they moved to another state. And like you just you can't plan for these things and you don't want to have to start from scratch the day that you find out that somebody is leaving you. So always have, you know, some people in your in in your career's pipeline or we'll call it a pipeline. You should always have people in that pipeline. All right. Your careers page, it needs to look great. I told you about a lot of information to put on it here. You don't want it to be just some giant blob of text, which is really easy to do when you start taking all this information and you compile it and put it there because, you know, putting text on a web page is easy. Making it look great is harder. And a lot of people only do half of the job and that's just putting the text on the page. You need to make that page look great. If you have a web company that is doing this for you, you need to specify. You can send them this podcast. I have an accompanying blog to go along with this. So you can go to shopmarketingpros.com forward slash blog, find the blog called how to create the perfect careers page and send that to them and say, this is what I'm looking for. You can send them the careers page from our website. As an example, shopmarketingpros.com forward slash careers. Again, we eat our own dog food. If you listen to my last podcast episode, where I talked about that very thing, the things that we do for our clients, the things that we recommend on this podcast, we do this stuff. We do it for ourselves because we believe in it. So you go look at our careers page. It's a beautiful careers page. It has the things on it that I'm telling you about right now. I didn't write the blog or record this podcast based on our careers page. We built our careers page based on what we know works. And the blog post and this podcast are based on what we know works. So you can go look at that careers page again, shopmarketpros.com forward slash careers. Show them that as an example. And tell them, this is what I want for my website. It's got to look great. If you are that person that you manage your own website, go hire a graphic designer to lay out that page and make it look really great for you. It's amazing to me sometimes people that have an eye for design compared to people who don't. I don't have an eye for design. I know when something looks good when I see it and it looks good. I can't tell you how to make it look good to begin with. I'm a mechanic at heart. I can make a website work really well, but if it's up to me to design it, that sucker's going to be ugly. I have done this in the past where I spent time trying to make a page look really good and it just didn't look right. And I gave it to one of my graphic designers here on staff and said, Hey, can you make this thing look good? And what they come back with, it's beautiful. And I'm like, why in the world was I not able to do that? And it's just because my brain doesn't work that way. I'm, I'm not a creative And if you're not a creative, hire someone to make this page look good. It's important. It is an investment in your business. So do this. All right. So what is next? Well, once you have your careers page built, you need to drive traffic to it. And we've talked about that kind of stuff in other episodes and other blog posts. I have a a blog post called How to Write a Technician Hiring Ad. You can find that again at shopmarketingpros.com forward slash blog. Uh, The link will be in the show notes to the exact blog post. And then 
we have another podcast episode where we talk about using marketing to attract new team members that you should go listen to. Both of those will kind of give you an idea of, you know, what the next step is. And one other thing that you really want to make sure to do is to make sure that you have the Metapixel, you know, Meta being Facebook, used to be the Facebook Pixel, now it's the Metapixel. You want to have that pixel on your careers page. Usually you just put it on your website and it's on every page of the website. Sometimes it doesn't work like that. So you want to make sure that the pixel is on your careers page so that you can retarget to people because you might have great technicians that are looking at your careers page and it's kind of in the back of their head of it might be a good opportunity, but they're not ready to take action on it. And then you hit them with an ad a month later when, you know, something is just not right at work because the shop that they work for is not a great shop like yours is. They get hit with that retargeting ad and say, you know what, I'm going to apply. These things are the things that will make for a a great careers page on your website. Having that great careers page is going to give you a leg up on your competition. And it is absolutely worth doing. I also, uh, I wrote a book called The Ultimate Guide to Auto Repair Shop Marketing. Typically talk about that at the end of, uh, of each episode. You can download it for free on our website, shopmarketingapproach.com forward slash book. Uh, you can buy a physical copy of it on Amazon. You can get it for Kindle and you can get it on Audible on Amazon. And I'll talk a lot about uh, websites and hiring and all of that in that book as well. We have a Facebook group called the Auto Repair Marketing Mastermind. That group is growing and is starting to get really active. Uh, it's a great group that has some strong people in it that know a lot about marketing. And we love it when people come in there and ask a question and we're able to help them. So go join that, you know, just go to Facebook, go search for auto repair marketing mastermind, and you will find that group. Thanks again for listening to the auto repair marketing podcast on aftermarket radio network. There are some other great shows on the network and you can find them at aftermarketradionetwork.com. You can also listen to them on your favorite podcast listening apps like Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, and a lot of others. So tune in next week for another episode. And until then, go fill those bays. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.